This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. And welcome back to Gilmy Talks. How is everybody doing today? I am doing fantastic. This week's guest, I have a member of the OIW Podcast Network on Matthew Terry. You may know him as a ring announcer who's worked for Alpha One, Ring of Honor. The list just goes on and on and on about that. And he does his own podcast, It's Time to Fight. Go check that out, guys, because he is making a comeback, which we do talk about on the show. A couple things to to talk about. First thing, I am all right. I had somebody reach out and message me today. Personally, February for me was a really rough month. A lot of a lot of stuff stuff happened, and I just kind of got I got I got a little gutted, a little down about a few things, and that's about it. All I'm gonna get gonna get get into it, but. Had some really good chats with some really good uh, people, some heart-to-hearts w- with the wife, and yeah, she's my biggest cheerleader. She's always standing behind me, whether I'm crazy. She's she's always there for me. She is the love of my life, and she's kind of awesome, I know. I'm, I am very, very lucky to have her, but enough gushing from me. I just want to go say, go check out all the shows on the OIW Podcast Network. Go check out the shows on the Johnners Podcast Network. And yeah, that's go check out all those shows. I'm really enjoying enjoying being a part of each each of those. And being a guest and being involved on on other people's shows, I'm just having more and more fun with that lately. Being being a, being a guest because if you guys remembered about a year ago. I hated it. <laughs> Absolutely hated it. Uh, giving up con- the control was a little bit difficult for for myself. And but I'm going live more often. I'm getting over over the fear of that. And just you know what, this speech impediment thing. I got it. I own it. And if people don't want to listen to me about it, fuck them. That's it. <laughs> I have a great audience. I have you guys who listen. I have you guys who love the show, you guys who support me, and you guys are the reason I keep doing this. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you to each and every one of you. Okay, now enough gushing about that. Let's get into into selling my, my merch. I have a new design up. It's the Gilmy Talks Luchador. You guys got to go check it out at the Gilmy Talks launch, launch cart store. It's awesome. I'm going to honestly buy it. Oh, and I'm adding tank tops now because a couple of you guys have requested those. I got tank tops up there. I got t-shirts. I have a Kill Me Talks pillowcase. I got coffee mugs. I got some stickers going on if you want to support that way because they're a hell of a lot cheaper too. And gonna when I do start doing all the videos, I'm going to have be showing you guys my actual merch. I'm going to be wearing it. Anything I drink out of, it's going to have the Gilmy Talks logo. So you'll be like, oh, he's so self 
promoting. And I'm like, yeah, you're damn right. I need to keep the uh, lights on and pay for all these uh, upgrades I just bought. <laughs> but you know what? The link is is in the description there. Go check it out. Tell me what you think because I'm just launching this. I'm I'm very new at this. So having a merch store, guys, let me know what you guys want. Really. Like if someone mentioned tank gear tops, I put up tank tops. It's great. So go check that out. Once again, guest of, of the week, Matthew Terry. Love the guy. Love chatting with him. Met him a few times. And, you know, we, it was the wrestling show, show interaction like always. And it was just fun to actually sit down and talk. We've been messaging back and forth for a long time. But we've never actually physically chatted before. And that's going to change because, well, I like the dude. And you know what? Go check out BatsInTheBelfryArt.com. And if you are interested in t- sponsoring Gilmy Talks, send me a message direct. Send me an email at JustinMGilmet at gmail.com. Because you know what? It is, you know, you know what? I just want to get some new sponsorships on there this show i love all, all all my sponsors but i want to change it up a, a little bit i think i'm going to start uh selling again and going out and doing all the merch stuff and doing all the all not just the merch stuff but doing the sponsorships because i really really and really enjoy doing it that's one thing i really like taking meetings and selling myself and talking about the positivity and talking about everything I love about this show and how great my audience is. So because of you guys, I'm going to be be getting more and more uh, different uh, sponsors. Got some new stuff on the back half going and some talks in the works, which I can't really talk about talk about just yet. But go check out everything on the OIW network, Johnner's network, Go check out BatsInTheBelfryArt.com. Doing Fine Kitchens is back up and running, so go check those guys out. So, at Solid Designs, he's learning to tattoo, and he does graph, graphic designs. And Rob Day 59 as as well, doing doing graphic designs. And he also does Heat Heat from the uh, Streets, a fantastic show. And show, showcasing uh, on Ontario hip-hop and hip-hop from all over the world so guys hope you guys in, will enjoy this thanks for listening to my little vent little rant and letting you, everybody know who's asked i'm doing okay thanks for checking in and i will talk to you guys on the back half dum, 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 dum. can you hear me i can <laughs> okay that's good all i hear is dom 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 i was singing i know it's what i do while fucking around on the computer to be perfectly honest no oh. I, I don't even know what my like when i'm testing the mic i don't even i think i just go like da 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 <laughs> and then just hey. see what comes back to me oh we all do our thing uh-huh. uh yeah trying to get my camera working ah, no big deal i have no <laughs> start video there you go that's a fucking thing i gotta do there we go. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Holy crap, you got a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, uh, last guy I interviewed thought it was a fucking green screen. <laughs> no, no, because I'm familiar with your uh, with your post, so I've, I've 
I wouldn't doubt that this is what you would have. Oh yeah. Okay, let me just. There we go. Can can you say something? Can I say something? There we go. Yeah. Wonderful. So, what is all the stuff behind you? Oh, uh, there we go. Volume is all. There we go. Uh, uh, my volume was down, down. So I try not to overdo the volume on the mic. So I use the, so I don't go red, but yeah, yeah it's uh let's see. I got my transformers up top. Okay. I got my Marvel guys at the very top. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man fiend. All right. And then I got my DC guys in the display case here. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Now are the, and, are the, are the DC guys worth something? Is that why they're in the display case or did they just, um, is that who you just decided to go into the display case? Um, I had a huge DC collection oh, okay. before I, I even started doing anything Marvel or I'm like, okay, how come I'm, how, how come I have the creeper, but I don't have a Thor. Hmm. <laughs> One of those things. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm not a, a, a long-term collector. Like I, I got a bunch of stuff. I guess if I do collect anything, it's uh, well, two things: uh, wrestling board games and wrestling books. Like, actually, oh, cool. like you know, so like I've got a couple of those behind me. But yep. any any other time that I decide to collect something, you know, the just you know the novelty wears off and I just stop. <laughs> oh, um, I am not a completist in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, I just get like. I a uh, perfect example like this little guy Warpath. There's only been four of these guys ever created since 1984. Okay. This is my personal favorite 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 one. Okay. Cuz the other ones uh they did it wasn't a G1 repo or anything like that. And he's sliding right down so let's do that. And uh, fuck it. Fuck that up. Okay, you go there. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, fix you'll it fix later. it later. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, oh, first thing. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I need See, a haircut. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I do the same thing. Complete opposite reason. I'm balding. <laughs> oh yeah. For me, I'm just. I legit haven't had a haircut since the whole pandemic started, and I'm just like, what other time can I grow it out and not get looked at for being a 40 year old with long hair? Yeah. See, but like I'm balding. But at the same time, like this, every day, I always say, like, oh, I should clean this up. And then, like, the next day, I say, yeah, I should clean this up. And the mm. next day, I say, yeah, I should clean. And I never clean it up. Like, well, every once in a while, I just kind of, like, trim it. But, like, haphazardly trim it. And oh, then God. just, you know, then I'm, but I don't actually do anything with it. And my wife won't let me take it off. <laughs> so, because the For me. Me, to uh, me, total, total opposite. This is the worst I, I can get. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, shit. I still got face, Facebook open. Fuck, 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 fuck. But yeah, yeah, talking about like toys and collectibles, um, I, I, I will bet you they're not even downstairs here. Um, I have two NASCARs, WCW NASCARs. Ooh. Like the, um, I don't even know what the term is. Um, Oh, like you they're, know, uh, they're metal yeah. and they're yeah. oh die, die cast. cast die cast. Yeah, Thank there you. you go. Yeah. All right. So I've got these two die cast and I got them 10 more than 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And I know one of them is actually worth something because apparently the guy who drove that car, he died in a race, blah, blah, blah. 
and that I guess like his cars, his die cast become worth something. The only reason I have them is because the guy that I worked for at the time knew I was a wrestling fan and he was a huge NASCAR fan. And he knew that Dub- oh, actually the first one he got me was sting and oh, yeah. he recognized sting. And he's like, Oh, Matt would probably like to have it. And it costs like 10 bucks. Yeah. So the next time he went to a race, he said, do you want me to find a car for you? And I said, if you see him, you see him. And I said, here, I'll give you some money. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay, cool. So he's looking and look, and he finds this car and he asks, how much is it? And I, I can't remember how much it was, but it was a lot more than like five, $10. And he's like, why? And so like, they, they said, well, so-and-so drove that car. And he's like, oh, cause he knew that what it did to the die cast. So he bought it for me anyway, but he wouldn't take the money for it. But the thing was, this is like long before I had my son and I used to have wrestling figures and everything. And I don't know if it was before my son was born or just after he was born. I told my wife, because again, I'm not a collector. Mm -hmm. I said, if the kid ever wants to play with my stuff and I say, no, just tell Matt, remember when you said they're just toys. Just mm-hmm. let them play with them. So the only thing that I really kept or collected were these cars. He has never touched my figures. He has never touched any of my wrestling toys or my uh, uh, my bobbleheads or anything like that. Never touched them. Those two cars, he saw them and just like, oh, this is awesome. And now they're all dented and scratched and everything. <laughs> and I just look at him and just like, yeah, that's the things he had to play with. Yep. Oh, trust me. I got, I got, I got four kids. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, they're, trying... and, they're not, and they're not all over these shelves. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are there rules? Uh, Are there like, well, yes. you can touch this, but yep, you can't yep. touch this. Oh yeah, there is. Like um, I have the original Spider-Man act- action figure, the first one ever made. Okay. Uh, where the hell is he? <laughs> you care so much about it. <laughs> oh, He's normally normally beside Iron Man, but I just redid this the the other week. I, I'd, oh, be check, I'd be checking the with, kids. Uh, oh, okay, I was gonna say I'd be checking the kids' toy box. <laughs> I I keep them with uh, King King Kong. Okay, that guy's he he's worth a pretty 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 penny. Yeah, let me just. Not making this awkward. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah, I'm just sitting here staring at your belly button. It's not awkward at all. <laughs> this is the original Spider-Man figure. Okay, so this is the, one of the first ones ever made. Or yeah, this first is from one. the yeah. This is the the guy from the '60s. Oh wow! Like as you can, I'm afraid to move him a little bit. And and where did you get this guy? I got him at an antique in antique shop. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that oh. like an antique shop they knew what they had, or an antique shop they didn't know what they had? Uh, I always find not... stories like that intriguing. Oh, they they knew what they had, and i I talked them talked them down because the market was down at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna put him right there. I'll put him back up there. Yeah, he's uh, one of those. Oh, yeah, we record from the very be- from the very beginning with you, don't. Mm-hmm. don't you i, yeah, I do <laughs> as soon as you as soon as we yeah it's go time hey that's that's per- perfectly fine and that's the reason why podcasters do things dif- differently because 
you do it differently than I do. Everybody, like everyone in the OIW podcast network does everything their own way. Yeah. And well, I like that. Exactly. Um, but anyway, you're talking about, uh, oh yeah, this, this, this Spider-Man yep. here. Oh yeah. This guy, he is what, uh, they wanted 30 bucks for him. I talked him down to 25. Okay. He's actually worth, um, Last time I checked, he is worth nine fifty. Oh shoot! Just because this guy has a little bit of back, uh, a little bit of back uh, damage. Okay. So he's not he's not mint, but yeah. he's just old, and nobody will see it while collecting. And he still, his arms and legs still move as well as well as his head. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hmm. that is very very cool, because. Yeah, I just really, 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 I just like really having him Yeah, because I don't have many super old guys and I can't even just display all my stuff. If, if you listen really closely. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear the little grumble there or no, no. Well, actually I heard something, but I didn't know it was a grumble. Sorry guys. Moving the mic a bit. I have the complete uh, Transformers movie, uh, Dev, the Devastator. Okay. The second Transformers movie. Okay. I, I don't have space to just dis, dis, display him right now because he would take up <laughs> half of my display case right there. And I already got a couple, a couple of the Titans. The a Titan Transformer is a huge guy. Like yeah. I actually own that white guy. There is the biggest Transformer. Up until the Unicron came out, which is finally starting to ship, but it is the first, uh, the largest Transformer ever made. Oh. Uh, Metro, uh, his name's Metroplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. See, I'm looking behind me. I don't. Oh, actually. Oh, hey, here's something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I just I. And the big stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I need a, I need a longer cord. Um, I just I pick up like just stuff that's cool to me and doesn't mean anything. Um, oh, yeah. This is the the pewter ring from Hornswoggle. Oh, that is and, cool. Yeah, and he he signed it and everything. Um, but when I saw it, you know, obviously it was an Alpha One show with him, and um, yep. I saw it and I said, "Oh, cool! What's that?" And um, so he tells me it was a series of rings that uh, WWE put out. And there was John Cena, there was Triple H, there was I think The Rock. There oh, yeah. were I, I think there were six of them, but oh, I kind of have to sit and remember the names for the story to. So there was John Cena, there was The Rock, there was Triple H, there was Undertaker. Oh wow! There was who am I forgetting? There was one other like A list name. And then there was Hornswoggle. And I remember like looking at it and going, wow, one of these things. And I only went halfway through to saying like one of these things is not like the other. And I went one of, or I said one of these things. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, no, dude, no, no, no. I agree. (laughs) He's like, when I heard this is the lineup and we're giving you one too. I, I, why? (laughs) Like (laughs) it just didn't fit. But um, yeah, he, 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 so that's that's just something cool that I have, and um, what else? Hold, oh, I got. Uh, hold on. Hi, cat. <laughs> I am loving this. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about wrestling soon. Oh, I guess Hornswoggle's wrestling. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. There you go. We we both hey, we both talk about wrestling a lot. So let's talk about well, actually, other when, things too. When I started my podcast, I tried to focus yep. on talking to wrestlers, but not about wrestling. Um, like one of oh, my yeah. favorite interviews was with Portia Perez and talking about her animal activism. Uh, Mark Wheeler and his depression and his fight and his fight against mm-hmm. it and just things like that. Um, so yeah, so I love this shit. <laughs> um, oh yeah, this is a necklace Ooh, that is cool this is a necklace from the ufc and the very first time they um they came to toronto the year prior uh at the toronto comic-con i guess yep. they were giving these away to the vips oh, because cool. that's i think that's where they made the announcement that the ufc was coming to toronto so they handed these out to the MVPs and a guy that uh, I, I guess I ran into him and kind of befriended him and he found out that I was into this type of stuff. And he said, like, well, do you have any interest in this? And I said, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And I said, how much do you want? He goes, oh, you can have it. I said, oh, and then he explained to me what it was. And I'm like, dude, like, do you not want this? And he goes, well, he went with a friend of his who was a big UFC fan. He's not a UFC fan, so he was just like, you know, hey, if you want it. So I actually have two of these now. Um, The other one, I'm not going to tell you how I got it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a non-recording story. Yeah. A little (laughs) bit. Yeah, it kind of is. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hey, that's, trust me, I was a bartender for a long time. I have many, many of those that will never be told on on the show. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm lucky I have a wife that I can tell those stories to, but yeah, I, I bartended for a time and yeah, you get, you get some of those. Okay. Let's do one bartending story each. (laughs) All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Oh yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll go first. Um, my favorite one is teaching female bar bartenders, how to bash people's face into the bar when they get their grabby. Yeah. Because when they reach over, they're off balance. Just grab them by the back of the head, pull them, pull them, pull them, pull them forward. Yeah. Because if you touch anybody in their workplace, you deserve to have your nose fucking broken. Oh wait, uh, can I swear on this? Uh, oh yeah, me? you can swear on okay. mine. Oh yeah, same. It okay. just I um yeah. Um, I've already I dropped don't. a couple f bombs, so oh, yeah, I, I, I hope. <laughs> I, see, I don't, I don't even fucking notice no more. I'm just yeah. like my mind's uh, rated explicit, so. <laughs> Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. Um, my bartender is is uh, like a, a story that uh, like that happened to me. Um, I when I started bartending, see, I'm a, I'm a farm boy, and when I originally bartended, it was at local legion, so like nothing happened. Like the uh, biggest problem. The biggest I love, problem. I, love yeah, them. love them. Yeah. The biggest problem I had was like, you know, some 80 year old guy going, I don't want to go home. Well, you got to go home. OK, <laughs> say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> and, you know, they, yeah. that was the extent of it. Like nothing ever happened. So then I moved to the Ottawa region and um, I'm bartending in Vanier, Ontario, which is like the rough area or one of the rough areas of uh, of Ottawa. So to say that the clientele was different is an understatement. Um, but there was one time, like when I started bartending, they started me off kind of slow. Like they brought me Mm -hmm. in on like Tuesday nights. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so there was one Tuesday night, there's these four guys and they're sitting in the corner and three out of the four are hooting and hollering and 
they're you know people are up doing karaoke and they're like talking to, ah, i want to see your tits and you know things like that yeah and everyone and like there's this one guy who's sitting there right in the corner and he's just like guys you know like relax like tone it down like and mm-hmm. they're like, ah, what are they going to do? And so I walked up a couple of times. And, hey, guys, you know, we're all just trying to have a good time. You know, can you bring down the level? Yeah, whatever. And like the guy in the corner, he's just like, yeah, guys, like, come on, like, just relax. Like, so this happened two or three times. And eventually I, uh, I just went up and I said, guys, you know, enough's enough. I said, you guys, you guys got to bugger off. So they're like, ah, fine. Like the three guys that were hooting and hollering, like, ah, fine. I said, oh, we'll get out of here. So they leave and I start following them. And to this day, I have no idea why the quiet guy jumps on my back. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he jumps on my back, I go to defend myself. One of the guys who one of the hooting hollerings, he turns around. He's just like, oh, this looks like fun. So he comes back. So our doorman, our regular doorman, because I picked up some doorman shifts, too. He Mm -hmm. comes back. So I grab onto him and down on the ground because our doorman said if you're getting attacked by multiple people just as as little damage as you can take so subdue one and you know hope for the best so i take this guy down i've got this guy like around my neck and suddenly the guy on my back he doesn't go backwards he goes up um our doorman his name was mark and it was mark's night off so on Tuesday nights, the bartender was also the doorman, which is why yeah. I'm asking these guys to leave. Oh, yeah. So I guess um, Mark had, had played ball that night. Mark was like this big motherfucker. And Mark decided he was going to stop by the bar for a drink after his game. Lucky for me, because <laughs> I'm sitting there and all of a sudden this guy just goes up off my back. And I turn around and Mark is right there and he's just lifted this guy up and he's dragging him to the door. So I pick up my guy and I drag him to the door. As we're doing this, this is like about 11 o'clock at night. I'm dragging my guy. The owner of the bar who lived above the bar, he comes in. He's like, you know, wiping his eyes and he's all, you know, just waking up. I come to find out that one of the waitresses, after the whole thing blew up, got on the phone, called him to say Matt's being attacked. So he got up and he you know, comes downstairs to help me. But when he walks in the door, Mark walks by with one guy. I walk by with another guy and we just chuck them out and we walk back in and the owner's just sitting there like wiping his eyes. And he's just like, OK, why the fuck did you wake me up for this? Like, <laughs> like, did you ask me to come down here just to see you do this? <laughs> so, yeah, bartending was and, and <laughs> bartending wasn't really my thing. Again, country boy nice nice guy like i my old roommate uh nicknamed me friendly stranger and because i would talk to anybody <laughs> i'm in downtown ottawa and like oh, i'm yeah. looking at people and just going hi how are you doing and my roommate is just like why are you talking to these people because <laughs> it was one Actually, of those like i i i think that's a very much a podcaster thing because i did the same thing yesterday I just walked up i collect toys and in a random toys r us we're masked up i'm just like Walk up to a total stranger. Hey, bud, anything, anything good? Any uh, kingdom, kingdom figures? Because collectors know other collectors. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> I, I know the dad looking for the kid versus the collector looking at edges of their boxes if, if they're dinged or damaged or or anything like that. 
so that's what what he's doing and i'm just like so any any uh, kingdom figures no but you know what walmart down down there has rat trap and vertebrae and i think they have optimus primal out and this and that so of course i go there after but um <laughs> and picked up a picked up a couple i'm like but there's actually thrust and ecto is here and the other one but here's the thing i'm a cheap dude i don't like uh paying full price for figures if i can yeah because that's part of the fun of uh, hunting. I'm like, hey, I got this guy for only seven dollars, and which is which is fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a lot better than saying like, well, I can afford to buy whatever I want and you know fill these shelves with whatever I desire. No, it's, oh, it's yeah. the the fun is in the hunt for sure. Oh yeah, like um, it pisses all collectors off that I got the largest transformer available at at the time for yeah. fifty bucks in box, okay. brand new in a store because they didn't know what the fuck they had i bought it at costco all right they didn't know that they just put slapping their prices on i'm like dude this goes for like 300 bucks everywhere else like if i if i i got one of the last two and the other uh, the other one a little kid had yeah i can't take a toy away from a little kid i really want to do but <laughs> i can't do that because i was going to pick up a, a second one so i can get a second gun and then sell other guy for uh, parts yeah but you know <laughs> <laughs> my uh, uh or, okay you said you had four kids uh do, yep. do you do the do you have you done the paw patrol or do you do the paw patrol yes sir okay. uh my young my youngest is now 10 okay so she she still loves that show but she oh, only watches she? it oh yeah okay. uh, it is her jam she loves it but she only watches it when the other kids are not here so they don't they don't bug her and she absolutely loves it and i'm like i used to watch transformers and uh, I am so excited about the new Netflix uh, Transformers. It is phenomenal. It is yeah. probably the best Transformers show <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, just the... like they're uh, they're remaking He Man, and they just dropped uh, the original. They yesterday uh, a photo of uh, Evelyn, He Man, and Skeletor, and Battle Cat leaked. Yeah. And I don't know if they're protos or what. I can actually send you because, of course, screen screenshot because yeah. it was taken down like minutes later yeah and uh i sent one to one of the one of the photos to the make eternia great great again guys okay and one of my favorite favorite podcast out out there right now they're on a hiatus but yeah oh wait speaking of hi hiatus where have you been buddy <laughs> <laughs> okay so um yeah speaking of hiatus um Thing, th uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I, I know you, you've listened to some of my stuff. I don't know how much you've listened to it. Um, when the pandemic hit, and a lot of my listeners um, know because a lot of them reached out to me. When the pandemic hit, like, not just the pandemic, but things got sideways. Yeah. Um, I lost my niece. Oh, I uh, am so, so sorry, sir. Yeah. Um, my wife started having health issues. Um, okay. my, my, her job and my job, uh, both, you know, obviously they started getting, uh, convoluted and yep. that, you know, so I, I took a little time off for that. And then I, I kind of, the smoke cleared and I was like, okay, let's get back to this. And I started, uh, doing the podcast again, but talking to, uh, to the wrestlers and saying like, what are you doing? Well, like, you know, what are you doing while well, nobody's doing anything it's kind of like i talked to you earlier about i love talking to wrestlers about other than wrestling yeah. so like okay so you're not wrestling so what are you doing to to fill your time 
and that was that was going pretty good. But you know, my wife's health issues were kind of, you know, they weren't getting yeah. better, yeah. and so that was kind of behind me, or that was kind of like in the background, and that that caused some problems. But then, what happened uh, that that really kind of kicked me in the gut, or two things that really kicked me in the gut. I reached out to, uh, I, I have relationships with, I, it depends on what your, your uh, definition of major company is. Mm-hmm. I, I have relationships with ma- major companies. And one of those major companies kind of did an about face and they said, well, you know, how, how many clicks do you get? So I told them and they told me that I wasn't good enough to talk to their guys anymore. Ooh. And they, they said like, you know, oh, I thought you'd be, I thought you would do better than that. And, you know, they, they, they said that and that kind of, you know, kicked me in the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing was the uh, speak out movement okay. was, you know, and these are guys who I've met, who mm-hmm. I've worked with, who I've shared a locker room with. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it disgusted me. And it, and it really hit me. And then there's, there's people who I know that over the years, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen the things that these guys have done. And it, in the back of my head, I'm thinking no one's calling them on that. And they're not exactly coming out and saying like, you know what? I made some mistakes years ago just to kind of get in front of it. I'm sorry. Like, okay, I'm a dick. If somebody just came out and said, "Hey, you know what? I'm, I was a bit of a dick. I'm sorry," and and that just so disillusioned me. Mm-hmm. So now, the, the I I guess the urge is kind of coming back, and it, it's kind of like I I never got rid of the it's time to fight Twitter, <laughs> mm-hmm. and more and more I found myself checking it and checking it and checking it mm-hmm. and checking it. Now, as I said. Um, a lot of my listeners will know because, and I take every opportunity. So let me take this opportunity again yeah, for everyone please. who reached out, uh, when my niece passed away, thank you. Thank you so much. Because these are people obviously taking time out of their schedule who I've never met, uh, reaching out and saying, you know, sorry for your loss. When I just mentioned the fact that my wife was having health issues and people are sending me emails saying, I hope she's Okay. Uh, best of luck, things like that. And these are like even different people than from the niece thing. Yeah. And so I appreciate every everybody that does that. But now I'm starting to get messages like, so why aren't you doing anything? You know, why aren't you doing a podcast? Why aren't you, yeah, you doing this? I was actually going to uh, reach out and check on you. And then you're like, hey, you want to do a show? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's, let's, let's do this. So I, I, I have some in the can now because I, I never tear down this equipment. So I, I walk by this equipment every day and more and more, kind of like looking at that Twitter, more and more, I look at this setup and I go like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing that. Yep. So it's, and as because... you can see, I, I never told uh, OIW, uh, you know, get me out mm-hmm. of here. <laughs> like, don't bug me. <laughs> oh, I know. I knew something was going on because, you know, we all have ears. We all hear, we all hear it, hear our stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But personally, we, 
like we're acquaintances, but we're, we've never actually, I think I've, I, I don't think we've ever actually had a conversation in person or over like one-on-one. Yeah. I've, I've, I've met you at shows. I've, I was going to say, have we ever I've, met at shows? Yeah. I've, I introduced myself, but okay. at shows, I am very quiet. I'm very yeah. shy. I'm very reserved unless there's a match going on. And then I yell horrible, horrible things at other human beings that in any other situation would get me probably thrown in a jail, but yeah, <laughs> that's, that's wrestling for you. That, that is wrestling. Um, and I, and I hate saying that I hate asking someone, have we ever met because the last thing I ever want to come across to anybody is mm-hmm. that I am anything special. All right. So, but I, I do meet so many people. Mm-hmm. And I try to make myself as available to people like I, I, I talk about how, like, I don't want to come across as anything special. And I, out of the corner of my eye, I see this and it reminds me um, <laughs> more show and tell um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, at work. I carry around my ring of honor water oh, yeah. bottle. Yep. And this guy I work with, James, uh, one day. Yeah, I don't talk to James like and it's it's nothing per- just. Yeah, yeah, just he's, I I have coworkers. I just go, hey, that's yeah. it. There's he, nothing, he, no animosity, no nothing. Yeah. It just you're not one of my my people, or as yeah. Well, it's, it. it's it's just a matter of like I'm maintenance and he's aquatics, yeah. so okay. it's just we don't really interact unless he's calling me and saying, Matt, this needs to be fixed. Yep. You know, or if I'm out on the pool deck and just going, you know, hey, how's the water? Like you know, things like that. Yeah. So or I'm small talk. Exactly. So I'm walking down the hall and I'm carrying my water bottle. And uh, he says, uh, I keep me into Sadia, cool water bottle. And I I still had to like look and like, why? And, like, <laughs> and then I said, oh, yeah. And I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I said, yeah. I said, I've got like two of these um, because of the work that I did with Ring of Honor. I got a bit of a discount. Yep. Um, and he goes, so you're a wrestling fan. And I said, yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> I don't want to say, mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of a thing. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say that. But then a coworker, sorry. a coworker said, um, like, a, a few weeks later, they were talking, like, something about wrestling came up. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm not the only wrestling fan here. Matt's a wrestling fan. And they said, yeah, but you do know what he does, right? And he's like, what? And he goes, well, he has a podcast. Um, he's a ring announcer. He's worked for apparently these companies. He said they actually said he's worked for the company that's on his water bottle. And he's like, no, he hasn't. And like, yeah, he has. So it's <laughs> and so he came and he found me and he's like, You didn't tell me that you you've done all this stuff. And I'm like, because I don't want to. And it's not that I don't want to. It's just I don't want to say, yeah, I'm kind of a thing. <laughs> like, I just, I just like being a wrestling fan. And yes, I've been blessed with the stuff I've been able to do. But it's, I don't want to say, yeah, kind of a thing. <laughs> so, anyway, so what what got you into this, Justin? I thought you were just staring at me intently. You're actually frozen. I don't know if you can hear me. Get this picture off my screen because you look like you're stoned. 
drop the call one sec. I don't know if you guys heard the the bong, but that's Justin saying drop the call one sec. La 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 la. We're gonna enter, we're gonna edit all this out. So what do I care? La 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 la. Was it just him or is it everybody? Justin, Justin is connected. There, to there you are. Okay, I don't know what fucking happened. I I don't know if it's yours or mine because I yeah, uh, I got full bars. I don't know. I I got bars too, but when yeah. I went to uh, open the the chat screen, it said no internet connection. Well, then how the hell am I on Facebook? Yep. Anyway, so I don't anyway. know where I, I don't know where I got cut off. But long story uh, short, I don't like being called a thing. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm starting to get noticed at wrestling shows. Okay. I'm I'm just a fan. I have no part of any show. I do a podcast, and they're like, hey, Gilmy, how's it going, buddy? I'm like, hi. <laughs> well, for, for a while there, like when I would start, every time I start one of my shows, I'm sure you know, like I go, mm -hmm. it's time to fight. And for a little bit there, I would do that, and then like there was like this small contingent. I would go, "It's time to fight," and then like there was a small contingent that would go, "Podcast." <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cool, even though I. Oh, yeah. But I, I think the fact that I always try to play it straight, mm -hmm. um, I think that kind of killed it off. And I yeah, wish because... playing it straight. I wish playing it straight would kill off that whole like one fall. Oh, I could bitch slap everyone. <laughs> I hate that. And I started doing like wrestling reviews yep. of like other shows. I was doing a sh I I reviewed a show from Australia and oh, they wow. do they do that shit in Australia. The announcer says one fall and the whole crowd goes one fall. Like, oh my god, no. <laughs> yep. Either that or and... that I'm, I'm surprised that whole or I'm I'm not surprised, but I'm thankful yeah. that whole 10 10 10 Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they they started doing that to Spears on on AEW. I think it lasted like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, "Fuck that! Nope, I am a heel." I am. Yep. I am glad that that died off because referees at like indie shows would be like one, and everyone would be like ten, <laughs> two, <Yep>. ten, like, <laughs> and it just basically fucks everybody up. And like, because the guys are like, "We don't know what the fuck number we're yeah. at. We don't know how much time we have on on the yeah. outside." Everybody yeah. just 10. <laughs> yep. Oh, I was so part of that too. But yeah. Yeah. I I just like uh screaming at shows. <laughs> One of the things, like I, I know we joke, um, the episode that I did do with Mark Wheeler about depression. Um like I don't get a lot of people walk up to me at shows. I, I shouldn't say that. People walk up and they like they say hi and how you doing and stuff. Oh yeah. But not a lot of people really talk about the podcast. But I had several people reach out to me because in that podcast, Mark and I both said like, hey, if you don't feel like talking or if you feel like you can't talk to anyone, talk to Mark or I. And I actually had several people reach out and say, you know, hey, can I talk to you? Yeah, sure. One of them was at one o'clock in the morning when I was sleeping. Yep. But, hey. you know, <laughs> some some somebody need if somebody needs a needs a a minute. And I've said this multiple times and people have reached out, reach out, whether it's to me, whether it's to a phone number, 
just talk about it because yeah. I've, um, I don't, I have uh, bouts of depression like any regular human being, but I'm not, um, I don't battle with it daily. Yeah. Like a lot of, uh, a lot of people do, but a lot of people very close to me do. And there's been times, fuck it. I'll, 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 I'll say it. My wife has the depression issues. Yeah. And when she wants to talk till four in the morning, guess what we're going to, we're going to do. We're going to talk. We're going to talk it out. We're going to talk about the feelings, what's bothering her. Why, why it's a, why it's a, it's a bugging her. And this is a woman I've been with for 21 years and she still feels sometimes that she's bothering me with this. Yeah. Like, and that's not, that's not going to change no matter what's going on, no matter it just, she feels that. And that's the biggest thing that people with depression that I've found, they don't want to reach out because they think they're being a burden or they're being this. I would rather be woken up every night for the rest of my life and take another rope off of a friend's neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like this is what I've lived, lived, lived through. These are the things I've, I've done. And I, if I can help somebody, I would rather do it and take the time than to wake up the next morning to find out, Oh, uh, one of my friends had is in the hospital or worse. Yeah. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, that being said, and I'm not deterring anyone. Um, this is kind of speaking out to the people who do listen. Yeah. Is it does get kind of grating sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but to the, to, to those who want to listen, but just like, oh, you know, my friend, mm-hmm. he calls me constantly and he wants to talk constantly or my girlfriend or my boyfriend or husband, my wife, whatever. You know, sometimes it's OK to say, you know, talk. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, but let them. Yep. It, 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 it's always better to say, yeah, I'm at my wits end right now than to, oh, yeah. to just sit there and just like, yeah, okay, talk. And just like, oh, like this is, oh, this mm-hmm. is so, because as you said, they get the impression like I'm bugging them. So just mm-hmm. tell it, it to those people who are listening that you feel like I, I just, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to listen, but I, it's just grating on me. There's nothing wrong with saying, I'll talk to you, but you know, you have to take care of yourself too. You know, there, oh, yeah. it, it is I, a two way street for like, mental, mental I'll give, health. Uh, what it is, is I'll give somebody, okay, I got, because I'm a busy dude. I really am. I work full time. I do the podcast. You know how much work I do behind the scenes, mm-hmm. scenes with the, with the, with stuff that only you guys, you guys see. And one thing it's, I give people time limits. Like mm-hmm. I can give you 15 minutes. I can give you a half, a half hour max. And, and that's it. The only person I don't have time, 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 time limits really talking to my lovely wife mm-hmm. because happy wife, happy life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah. Um, I, I want to ask, uh, do, do you watch the major companies? I, during the pandemic, I haven't been watching a lot of wrestling Okay, because without crowds, I can't watch. It's just something about the Thunderdome 
I got the like I got very light blue eyes. Yeah. So staring at that screen background for so long, and there's always a couple of white screens that just kind of burn into my eyes. Yeah. And it's like a a AEW. I've been watching Impact. I've been oh Impact has been killing it. Uh, they are probably my favorite product right now. But and yeah, I've been watching. Uh, I'm not really a Ring of Honor guy. It's not my particular. I'm more of a hardcore wrestling fan. Yeah, that's the stuff I I really really will enjoy. And I know it's not for everybody, but I like it. Um, but I've been watching AEW Impact. Um, oh, I watched the Rumble from beginning to end. Yeah, I I I never miss the I never miss the Rumble. It's my favorite thing. So well, usually Rumble to WrestleMania is like my my playoff drive and then WrestleMania yeah. is kind of the, the Super Bowl or World Series or Stanley Cup, however you want to put it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this year I just, uh, and I think it's the same. It's mm-hmm. those screens just don't do it for me. And yeah, it's, it's great to see these people on screens and it's a great visual, but it, it it's, they're not moving. Like, yes, I know no. they're moving on screen, but it's just, yeah, people aren't it's, moving. They're not interacting. It's not the same. It is not the same. No. So I oh, have an. But a- also, also, I, I, I got to cut you off for one sec. Seeing Joel Hagen on TV was awesome. I well, didn't I see him. That guy. Yeah, he was him. on. No, he was on uh, SmackDown. I, I think it was one oh, of the yeah? screens. Yeah, he posted his uh, log, login. Oh, stuff. yes, yes, yes. I did see that. I did yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah, he posted it and I tuned in for 10 minutes. 20 minutes and i'm like okay <laughs> just sitting there like, I, uh... and, and i spent the time looking for him yeah that, that's it. it i wasn't watching the match I'm, i see him he's right yeah. there he's right you there almost, okay you okay, almost okay. want to tell the wrestlers yeah. like can you guys move over like i, I can't yeah. see those screens get out of the rest yeah. hole and move over <laughs> yeah and it's horrible saying that i didn't pay attention to the match i'm like yeah. hey hey well uh and and an acquaintance of the of mine who drove all the way to london for 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 Ethan, 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 Ethan's fight there, yeah. which was kind of a kind of very cool. Uh, he wore his, his original uh, notorious TID uh, shirt for yeah. for me because I'm. He he told me he has it. He has to find it. I'm like, ah, bullshit! I don't believe you. That <laughs> thing's like 15 years old. You don't still have it. And well, well, well I'm just bugging him. He shows up. Hey, kill me, Mike. Fucking a! <laughs> we wore it. You found it. That's awesome. Oh, uh, and we do have a photo of it uh, somewhere. Yeah. So that's kind of. See, it's moments like those that I love about indie, indie, indie wrestling. Like, yeah, just meeting people, making friends. Like, I have, I have friends that I've met at at the through in indie independent wrestling all over the uh, province, all over the country, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Like and I'm starting to get the uh, starting to get to know the genres pod podcasting network guys, the guys out of the UK and and Europe, and we have to have a conversation about that at at some point. But okay, <laughs> yeah, that's an off air conversation. Ah, uh, yeah, we're we're gonna swear and talk about titties. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, and also uh, being a male male bar bartender at a at a strip club is weird. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh no, that's it. It's just weird, man. Yeah, I, no, it, I, it is weird. It is weird for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, the leopard, the slick back hair, fuzzy leopard print shirt, and and earrings, and a, a couple piercings. I fit in fine. Yeah. Poor, I mean, somebody fit in fine. <laughs> I remember when I when I was bartending. Speaking of bartending stories, yep. um, oh, yeah. this woman was uh, she was on the dance floor, and she was like pulling down her, her like she had a, a uh, like a shirt that like you know went went down. You could see the cleavage and everything. Yep. She had had a few drinks into her, so she's starting to like you know pull it down over the nipples and stuff. And I walked up to her and I said, "Ma'am, we're not zoned for that." And she's like, "Oh, sorry." And I'm thinking that worked like fuck. <laughs> the amazing things you make up off the top of your or your your head when you're when you're 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 a bartender. Right? Yeah, like I I I because I, I knew her from before and I didn't want to be combative and say like, hey, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Yep. I just walked up and I just said, hey, we're not zoned for that. And she's like, oh, sorry. Like, yeah. OK. <laughs> And you're like walking around. Okay, remember, put that in the in the file for next time. Oh, I I know a good one because this is actually um, I met that that woman, the woman that was, you know, showing her nipples. Yep. I met her through her friend who I was actually flirting with. (laughs) Um, And it's a great story because that doorman, Mark, the big, huge guy. Um, it was like a Saturday night, so both of us are doormanning, and Mark is posted like right at the door, mm-hmm. and as people come in, you know, he's checking IDs as he sees fit. So, I guess they walked in anyway. Like I see her, like the girl that I was flirting with or I wanted to flirt with, and I walked up and I said, "Excuse me, ma'am, may I see your uh, may I see your ID?" And strictly just to you know look at the name, and she looks at me and goes they already checked my ID. And I looked at her straight and I said, somebody checked your ID. And she's like, yeah, I said at the bar. Cause I saw they had just walked in and I said at the bar. And she's like, no. And I said, who checked your ID? And she points at Mark who's sitting next to the door, but there's like a, a partition yep. that separated the door and him. So like, it's not like he was in a position, like it didn't have like a sign that said, hi, I'm the doorman. Um, she said that guy, and I looked over and I started. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. He doesn't work here. <laughs> so she gets up, <laughs> walks across the room, and she's just and she's got her finger in his face. And he, Mark has this look on his face, just like what? Because Mark, like, if you got on his bad side, mm-hmm. good luck to you. But other than that, mild mannered, nice guy, great guy to hang out with, and he's just sitting there like what (laughs) and then i'm laughing my ass off and he looks beyond this girl can see me in the distance laughing and he's just like he's like what the fuck did he tell you (laughs) so of course now she comes back to me and she's like does he fucking work here i'm like yes okay he works now she's mad at me (laughs) but that night i can't remember what her name was but that night is the same night because her friend is the one that was pulling down her shirt and showing her nipples and just like we're not zoned for that so <laughs> yeah bartending okay. anyway so yeah you were saying that you're getting to know these uh these uh these other podcast network guys oh yeah it's i love networking with other podcasters like like-minded people mm-hmm. because the amount of guests that i've got through other podcasters is amazing because i get a recommendation from somebody i get a guest they're like oh Gilmy is said like the nicest most easygoing podcast ever because truth be told 
I don't consider myself really a podcaster. I consider myself a conver conversationalist yeah. because I don't do the five wet wrestling question interviews, which yeah. a lot of people do, which is fine. I have mm -hmm. no issues with that. No problems. Mm -hmm. You do whatever you want. It's just not my, not my thing because I, when I first started in 2016, and yeah, fuck. I, I I'm old. I, I've 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 been. Doing I'm older this a than while. you, dude. So just you know. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. How how, how old? I'm at forty. What's that? I'm forty. Forty three. Forty three. Forty three. Hey, not uh, too too bad. Not too bad, but still older than no. you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I for some reason I thought you were thirty eight. I don't know why. I don't know why. Eh? Probably because I don't have any gray hairs yet. But... Yeah, same. It's weird. I've, I've, I've lucked out. I've lucked out that way. I got two or three right yeah. there. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. I, I can, I can shave this. It's all good. Yeah. But I, is it? At my age, I want the grays to start coming in. Yeah. I just, I'm. I still get ID'd on a regular basis. Yeah. I, I haven't been ID'd since I was like fourteen. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> I got I've, I've always been I've always been big and I've always like looked yeah. older. So for me, um in grade twelve I was five eight at the beginning of the year. By the end of the year, I was six foot two. Yeah. So I I was very much a late uh later later bloomer yeah. that way. And then people were were still screwing with me at the beginning of the year. End of the year, not everyone's leaving me alone. I'm trying to Trying to think, oh, wait, I'm about half a foot taller than most of these fuckers. Mm. Oh, okay. Because golf, golf kid in school in the 90s, you know. Yep. Well, I, of course, I exaggerated with the 14, but I can distinctly remember 16 being at a Soul Asylum concert. Oh, God, I am old. Um, Would have been a fantastic show. Oh, it was. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Oh, it was a great <laughs> show because I love Soul Asylum. Oh, yeah. Um, I met. I think they're. I think they're one of the unforgot. Uh, one of the best forgotten bands. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. I. Like I. I distinctly remember buying beer and not getting carded there, but that concert number one. I met uh, a girl by the name of Julie, uh, and I know she listens to my stuff. So hi, Julie. Hey, how's it um, going? Yeah. Um. And her and I started dating. And I was again 16, so I, I made some stupid 16 mistakes. Yep. Um, and I regret those. So, Julie, you've never heard that before, but yeah, I, I regret my age 16 mistakes that I made with you. Um, but that's also the one, um, like when, uh, when I was younger, due to like parental divorce and blah, 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 I mm -hmm. moved around a little bit. Yep. So I lived in the Ottawa region. Then I moved to Leeds and Grenville. Then I ended up back in the Ottawa region. Um, so I went to uh, an elementary school, St. Leonard's, and there was a guy by the name of Miles McDevitt, who was actually the cousin of Alanis Morissette. Oh, wow. Kind of a branch off story. We had a music project where you had to do a project on an artist. So guess and everybody's like, oh, this is my favorite band. This is my favorite band. Guess who he brings in for his freaking project. <laughs> But I wasn't in that class. That was that was like our classes were divided. Yep. So I didn't actually get to meet her. But anyway, so Miles McDevitt is Alanis Morissette's cousin. And I'm at this Soul Asylum concert and he walks up to me and he's just like, holy fuck, Matt Terry, how you doing? I said, hey, Miles, how's it going? Oh, great. Whatever. So he walks away, hey, you know, all that great stuff. So me, like, as I said, always been the big guy. Yep. Hanging out with this dude, Eric. 
best friend at the time. We just lost contact. Nothing happened between us. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> but hey, man, life, life, life happens. Yeah. So yep. n- another huge guy. And we're sitting there and there's a mosh pit over here. <clears throat> and we're sitting there and we're kind of like, you know, we're into the music and stuff. And all of a sudden, someone just plows into us like they are falling and we catch them. Mm-hmm. And they look, he looks up at us and it's Miles McDevitt. So I'm just kind of like, what's going on here? So I look over and there's these guys coming towards him. But then Eric and I kind of like, you know, puff up a little bit. And these guys had second thoughts and they just like, all right, well, this ain't, you know, fucking something we want to get into. Even though I've always loved that. I always look like I can I can hurt you. I can't do shit. (laughs) I'm going to get attacked so much now because people are like, hey, he can't do shit. (laughs) Where I, Where I people uh, look at me like I might be six foot two and I look like a big, happy, always smiling teddy bear. You touch any of my family, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, well, no, I have my limits. Don't oh, get yeah, me wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. so, yeah. So like these guys, they bugger off and Miles looks at us and he's just like, oh, thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I, I didn't ask, like, what do you owe them money? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> and that's also the same. Like, this was a great concert. Um, besides the music, um, this girl walks over to Eric and I, and she's like, I don't know, like at her mid chest or whatever. Yep. And she walks up. She's obviously on something. Oh, whether it's it's booze or drugs. It's a nineties, a nineties concert. Everybody was on something. Well, Eric and I weren't, well, we had a couple of beers in us at 16, but yep. And she looks at us and she goes, throw me on top of the mosh pit. And Eric and I remember looking at each other and just going, meh <laughs> like we don't know this girl we yep. don't know her at all but literally we like each took a side and we threw this girl like this little girl on top of the mosh pit and she hits the top of the mosh pit and disappears like she didn't get caught like she fell Ooh. so now eric and i have to make a decision yep are we going into the mosh pit to save her or are we just like she can't identify us <laughs> <laughs> but we decide we're gonna go find her Cause yep. like everybody's jumping around and everything. So we start getting into the mosh pit and we're, you know, getting our elbows up and we're pushing. And suddenly we see her and she's like crawling among these people. Mm-hmm. So like we reach down, we grab her, we pick her up, we take her to the edge of the mosh pit. And I was going, I remember so distinctly going to say like, are you okay? And as she just looked at us and went, it didn't work. Try again. <laughs> and so Eric and I are like, Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so we th- <laughs> I'm sorry, that's awesome. <laughs> so we threw her on t- and this time they caught her and she like, yep. you know, she surfed and all that yeah. stuff, but oh man. But yeah, just I I remember Eric and I just looking at each other and just going, "Meh." <laughs> See, I I tried crowd surfing once and remember that scene from a movie where everybody just you go to jump and in a crowd of people and they just vanish. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of, kind of, kind of what happened. Jumped off, 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 off the barricade, trying to do the mosh pit. People are like crammed in like sardines. So I'm okay. This will be, this will be, be okay. So I tried, tried jumping. Seas parted. Ow. Oh God, my shoulder. Ow. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I remember when I went to high school, I, I can't remember his name, but he was in a band. 
And obviously, being in a band, he had band friends. Yep. And their big idea was they were going to rent the hall at the local community center, and they were going to have a concert. And they were going to sell tickets and blah, blah, blah. So I think there was three bands, and I think like 10 people bought tickets. And uh, I, I remember I didn't have to buy a ticket. He said, like, just just come to see because he was a friend of mine. He's like, come see the show. I felt bad and I bought a ticket. I, I was in yeah. the hall. I went to the front table and bought a ticket. And I remember the woman who may have been someone's mother, for all I know, yep. looking at me and kind of like, you're already in here. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I, you know, I just I forgot to buy a ticket. So just and I just bought the ticket because I felt bad because there was like yep. 10 people. Well, they were like hard rock or whatever mm-hmm. uh, bands. So they their big idea was we'll get a mosh pit started. Which, number one, the guy who ran the community center, he came out and he put a kibosh on that right away. He was just like, no, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I'm laughing my ass off because it's 10 people. Even if you yep. get everybody in the room to mosh, it's not a mosh pit. <laughs> That that's nope. not that's not even a that's 10, not even a Black 10... Friday sale. <laughs> no, it's like ten ten like that's a Canadian Black Black Friday sale maybe where you come and walk in and be like, hey how's the day going buddy yeah yeah maybe but uh, they were Canadian trying on Black stage Friday, Friday yeah. sales are very different. They were on yeah. stage trying to get a mosh pit started. I'm sitting there like laughing, just like no, like this is this is pitiful enough. <laughs> Because they were oh, videotaping yeah. it. And I just sit there. No, God, don't get this on, on film. This is pitiful. Don't, please, mm-hmm. please. No, no. <laughs> well, 10, 10 people are better than better than nine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, let's each take a, a drink of water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've been chatting. Yeah. Uh, I've been... I'll be honest. I've been smoking way too much weed late, or lately. Starting to get all uh, phlegmy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, my uh, nighttime cannons are getting bigger and bigger. So, um, I'm not a. I'm. I don't know if you partake or not, but I, I haven't partaken. Uh, no. Fifteen years. Okay. Yeah. And it. I trust me. It's not everybody's thing. I told. I and I totally get it. But I take it for sleep. Uh, sleep. That's it. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not a daytime user. I'm not a video game guy. So I'm not taking it. Like, oh, video games. No, I'm not that guy. It just helps me sleep, and I no longer take sleeping sleeping meds. So for mm-hmm. me, I would rather take do that than than medicate. Take, yeah. Yeah. Because it's a much healthier option and in my mind. Yeah. I, I went through a phase and I, again, about 15 years ago where I started to realize I don't, I don't like, like I was smoking weed because everybody around me was smoking weed. Yeah. I was drinking beer because that's what guys did. They drink beer. Yep. I don't like beer. I've never no. liked beer. And it's and not I, everybody's thing. Yeah. And I don't like pot. So I drink my rum and coke. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't smoke weed. And but at the same time, I live with a chronic that <laughs> that's your thing, dude. Like you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Although I do want to try edibles. Oh, uh, totally recommend. Go to the Moda site. M-O-T-A. Okay. Their brand is the best. 
if you want recommendations, message Pierre Doucette. He got me set set up on any of these. Yeah. Because I didn't start smoking weed until it became legal. Because yeah. um, I'm too pretty for a jail. Um, I really am. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, as, I, I, as 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 Matt closes his eyes and just shakes his head, going, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> hey, I'm not I'm not that far above you. Like, oh yeah, I, I, if no. I put a scowl on my face, maybe they'll leave me alone. But hey, maybe. <laughs> but speaking of weed and this being yeah. wrestling podcast, yeah. um, I don't know if I've ever told this story before. I'm not I'm not going to name names, but there was. Um, there was someone who showed up at our training center. Like I, I'm a, I'm a product of battleground Academy in Ottawa yep. and they showed up and they were a police officer in real life. And so they, um, they showed up and like, there was a contingent that smoked weed after training. Mm-hmm. So after like a month, you know, we're, we're outside and someone says, Hey, where's the cop? And, oh, he went. I think he went home. Like, oh, okay. So we light up and we're passing it around. Well, after about a minute of passing this around, the cop walks out of the front door, and the guy who had it, he he didn't know what to do. So he's just kind of like, he's like, guys, I'm pretty sure that's what that is. Like, I I'm pretty sure that's what that is. <laughs> he takes it and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, the, lo and behold, the cop walks up and he's like, well, here, let me see. So he takes it. He's like, yeah, that's exactly what that is, guys. That's exactly what that is. <laughs> and from then on, we're just like, all right, cool. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's not it's not a harmful drug. You're not going to go and lose your mind. You're not going to do anything crazy because I smoke a high CBD, low THC strains. So it's more of a relax the body. Go to go to go to sleep because uh, I really don't enjoy being drunk. Mm-hmm. Like I have two to three drinks max. Um, unless I'm at a death proof fight club show, then it's yeah, I just drink. Um, <laughs> people have uh, seen me get three three uh, three beers from from the bar, make it back to the table, head back to the bar. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Again, I, I, I'm, or I've just never really been a drinker, but yeah, I got off the beer and everything. And yeah, that's just, I just reached. Oh, a, actually, a, um, what am I drinking lately? Uh, wine and straight to, uh, straight tequila. Cause yeah. Tid got, uh, when I did my, my podcast with the notorious T I T I D. Yep. Um, he, we talked about to drinking and to tequila cause it's the one spirit I didn't know anything about. And I always drank mez. Uh, oh God, is it a 1940s fighter? I was plane gonna flying, say, flying, like, are, fly, flying over the house. Like my windows are closed. That's is there an loud. air show outside or what's going? Um, I do live close to the London Ontario Air. Uh, oh, okay. Airport, but that is like right out, right out of a movie, right there. But if the house starts shaking. Something's wrong. Then I may have to have to end the show early. Yeah. Um, well, 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 if that happens, but. No, um, he told me about the difference, be- and I was a bartender for years, and I, I had no idea. But there's mezcal and there's te- proper 100% agave tequila, and if you drink the 100% agave tequila, no hangover, no nothing, 
there's no sugar in it. There's no, and it's, it tastes really good. Yeah. But the mezcal is made with uh, like 50% sugar cane. Oh, so okay. you're drinking liquid sugar. Yeah. And that's what gives people, people hangovers from the massive D, the D, dehydration yeah that's why vodka and water is a great drink uh i'm not a vodka guy but now what i do i just grab one one ice cube drop her in do two about two fingers good to go all right so was there anything else you want to cover oh yeah uh hey what do you want to do the gilmy talks here 10 the what the Gilmy Talks 10. 10 either or uh, questions. I end every, oh, oh, sing- every, sing- every single podcast. With. Okay. So let's, okay. I did the same thing. Let me, let, let's open this up here. I did the same thing to uh, Nick Marcante. First time, I, you know who Nick Marcante is? Yep. Yep. Okay. Nicky Martin. Yep. First time uh, Nicky uh, reached out to me. Nick was one of my best friends in wrestling now. Mm-hmm. Um, first time he reached out to me, he says, Hey, you want to come ring announce one of my shows? I had no idea that he had cerebral palsy. So I show up and, you know, he's walking a little funny. He talks a little funny. He moves, you know, whatever. So at the end of the show, before I left, he's like, oh, it was nice to meet you and everything. So I said, yeah. And so I pulled up a chair. I sat down and I said, so let me ask you, what, what's going on here? Like, why? And so he told me he had CP. So let's open it up. Why do you, uh, do, do you have problems with your speech or? Oh, yeah, I do. I have a stutter and a lisp. Oh, okay. And the next episode I'm dropping with Kyle Boone, I, we actually talk a or about it oh do you? But okay. one of the things is um one of the things is uh i got i, I was in an accident when i was four. Oh, okay i because on top of a stutter a lisp a delay in my hearing which i've had eight eight surgeries on my ears it's a lot better than it was it's not never never going to be perfect but yeah no i got a piece of glass right through here the bottom of my lip i got a nice okay. little scar and it cut out the underside of my tongue. Oh, okay. I, yeah, right there. So that's why I everyone thinks I have an accent of some kind. Okay. Where I'm from Welland on on I was born in Welland. I don't have no fucking accent. <laughs> it just it's though the You way know that's I, where I live, right? Oh yeah, I know. Okay, I'm just checking. <laughs> and then I grew up on St. George by the uh by the uh St. George Street, went to um yeah, I moved moved out of Welland when I was in grade three. Okay. Went to uh, went to Guelph. Yeah, I grew up on St. George. Uh, went to St. St. Augustine School, and oh yeah, most of my most of my family's there uh, still. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, last name's Gilmet. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, if you look in, yeah, uh, there's a lot of us there. <laughs> All right. So the, the, the reason I asked is like, let's yeah, throw this out sure. here is because I didn't because um, when you said the the 10 things that gill me, there was a delay. Ah, uh, your 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 voice kind of stuttered a little bit mm-hmm. and you spoke real fast. And I was just kind of like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. So let's let's do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we are doing a swap cast with this, right? Correct. A simulcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're just kind of uh, talking. Yeah. Uh, once again, uh, I'll send you the 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 see. That's yeah, what happened. No, that's fine. Yeah. Oh no, it just uh, happens naturally. Yeah. And once I get started, in my mind, it's like okay, slow it down, stop, yeah. and it just keeps happening. 
Yeah. And that's what I try to explain to a, to a people. Yeah. I know what's going on. Just let me get through it. Like mm-hmm. it's an extra, an, an extra second. I, I used to date a girl with a stutter and yeah, there was a few, I remember just, she would get so frustrated and I'd have to say mm-hmm. like, you know, just pause. And like, we'd sit there and like stare at each other. It was kind of a fun thing we did. I would like pause and we sit there and stare mm-hmm. at each other for five seconds. And I'd be like, go. <laughs> oh, it, and uh, like my wife is so patient. Yeah. <laughs> she that comes in done. handy. <laughs> oh man. Like some, honestly, some days I feel like I'm married to a saint. Yeah. And then some days I am not married to a saint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah. let, so let's do this. All right. These are just 10 either or questions. I tend to ask at the end of uh, interviews if I remember and they don't run over two hours. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like uh, first one and I just pick kind of randomly. I point at point at one and just start. All right. Okay. Cardio or weightlifting? Weightlifting. For sure. Uh-huh. Um, actually, well, hold on, hold on, right. hold on. No. Are, is this rapid fire or do I have to oh, go no. explanations? Uh, either I let the guest, if they want to explain, great. If not, I'll just do rapid, rapid, rapid fire. Um, it, it's kind of back and, for, back and forth with me as far as co- cardio and uh, weightlifting. Uh, right now, weightlifting is more important to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Cardio was, unfortunately, when I had my son, mm-hmm. I was in I was in decent shape, but not newborn shape like you know four times do you know uh you need some cardio especially if you're gonna spend you know up up all night but now um you know my weight has kind of ballooned more than i want and i truly believe that weightlifting you know burns more of the fat and plus my son's five years old and he's pushing like 60 pounds now and he still wants daddy to pick him up so yeah weightlifting (laughs) All right. Oh yeah, man. No, just like, uh, my whole, my physical fitness story. I used to be, uh, three Oh three and I'm down to two twenty now. And oh, okay. as, as, as a six foot two dude, two twenty is not bad. Two twenty is my goal. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pushing, I'm pushing two sixty five right now, but two twenty is my goal. Oh yeah. See where I had, where my first son, we were at the park because Catherine, because my kids are so close to together. I used to give Kath, Catherine a break, take take one or two two of them to the to the park, right? Yep. So, so she can focus on the littler ones. So he booked it and just ran, and he was going towards a road. I could not catch him. Mm-hmm. Like I full tilt running as hard as I possibly could. I couldn't not catch him, and my son's running towards this road and i'm like okay parental come on something no so he just and then he stops at a a tree and i then i get to him and i'm huffing puffing breathing hard and i'm like i gotta make a change yeah and that was the time and and i did uh started the ddpy and dropped 80 pounds well i might have to consider that (laughs) honestly it's a fantastic program i'm not just bsing you and it's easy because my knees are not great, my ankles, my feet, my wrist, my shoulder. I'm a, I'm, I'm a beat up human, human, human being. Yeah. So, yeah, I did some damage to myself in my 20s. So, and I'm paying for oh, it yeah. now in my 40s. Oh yeah. All right. What's next? All right. Contacts or glasses? Um, I'm I'm gonna have to go glasses because I've never actually tried contacts. Um, someday I would like to. 
um, just for the sake of trying them. Like, I know that sounds stupid. Just one day, I'd like to try contacts. Um, But I've I've known myself as a glasses wearer since I was about 11. Um, And I just never felt a need because in high school um, or like, I guess, through my childhood, um, I played I played football, close contact. Um, Yes, I played baseball, but um, you can see it. My, my eyes were, were good enough that when, cause I was a catcher, they were good enough that I didn't need my glasses under the mask. I wore them when I batted. Um, and then in high school, I wrestled again, close contact. Uh, I was in judo again, close mm-hmm. contact. Um, so yeah, so I just never had the need to like, Oh, well, Matt's going to have contacts if he wants to pursue this. Uh, so, so yeah, stupid answer someday. I just, I want to try contacts, but I've never known myself as anything other than a glasses wearer. See, I tried contacts in the 90s. And since my vision is so bad, I had to wear hard contact lenses. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I don't want to. That's it. (laughs) I just, I'd rather wear glasses. Well, yeah. And like, and again, as I say, stupid answer, because here I am saying one of these days, I want to try sticking my finger in my eye. (laughs) Just for the, just to say I did. Oh, yeah. To be like, boop. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, Judas Priest or Iron Maiden? I am not a heavy metal fan. Uh, oh. I'm going to say Iron Maiden um, okay. because I can. He's the better singer. Priest is the better. No, I'm just I, Iron Maiden. I'm trying to think. I can hear the song in my head, but again, not a heavy metal fan. Yeah. Um, I can hear the and because only because I can that's I can <laughs> I can't even name one of their songs. I can think of one of their songs. I'll go with Iron Maiden. I wouldn't I wouldn't know who. Let's go with that. If okay. I saw the lead singer of Iron Maiden, I'd know who he was. I don't know yep. his name, but I would know. Hey, he's the guy from Iron Maiden. I couldn't. The guy from Judas Priest could come up and bitch slap me, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck was that?" <laughs> you have to Google Rob Halford, the lead singer of Judas Priest. All right, hold on. Fan, he has a fantastic story. Rob you, Halford. You All you right. you you would love this guy's story. I just I just know it. All right. All right. What's next? All right. Uh author or editor? Huh? <laughs> um <Yep. laughs> Okay, which one would you pre- prefer to be? Would you rather write the story or would you rather fix, fix the, uh, fix the uh, uh, story? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, right. Um, I don't know if you know this or not. My background is journalism. Um, I, I honestly and legit had no idea. Yep. Uh, that's what I went. Well, basically what happened was I'm going to say grade five. Grade five, an author came into our class to talk to us about being an author. And then she had us write stuff down. It was like an assignment or whatever. And I, I, some of, and then she like took volunteers to go up and read their stuff. And I went up and, cause I love, always loved getting in front of the, uh, in front of the class. Um, always, I've always been a performer and I've always loved to, to be the center of attention. Ah. Um, <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> Um, and I went up there and she said, that was, that was great. That was awesome. That was amazing. Like we had to come up with our own ideas, but there was kind of a, 
story arc she wanted us to take or like a, a certain type of arc. So she's like, that was great. That was amazing. And then the next day when I came into school, she had actually written me a letter and left it with the teacher saying, Matt, like, I can't emphasize enough how, how good you are at this. So if that kind of planted the seed. Mm-hmm. So I got into writing and writing stories and writing scripts and all this from like a very early age. Um, the thing is that I'm very, not so much anymore since, uh, since I got married and had children, I'm a lot, I, I don't venture outside the box as much as I used to because mm-hmm. I have people to answer to now. Um, and I don't mean that to be in any kind of, Hey, I'm cool because I do this way. Um, just certain things that I would do or say, or act out, you know, I have to represent now. Um, so this is the, obviously the long answer to your question. I would rather be the writer, but I hate editors. I've, I, will be an editor like i've had many people ask me to look at their stuff Mm -hmm. but i'm the type that editors i have my vision editors have their vision whether it was my stories my scripts uh doing a news story uh something for a magazine something for a newspaper editors have their own vision and my vision unfortunately differs a lot that's probably why my journalism mm-hmm. career never really took off. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a writer first and don't touch my shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Next one. And th- this is a dad, dad, dad question. Oh, okay. slippers, slippers or barefoot. If I'm going outside, I need my slippers. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say barefoot because most of the time I am barefoot, but I do have my Ottawa Senator slippers close by um, in case my feet do get uh, do get, uh, cold. Um, I, stupid story. I don't know why I'm telling it. Um, I think my mother-in-law gave me my slippers, uh, my Ottawa Senator slippers, and my wife is a Leafs fan, so she got Leafs uh, slippers, and it was for Christmas. And I tried them on. And they were a little small, but I didn't want to say anything. Mm-hmm. They were just a little small. Yeah. So from there, we went, we drove down to my mother's to visit her for Christmas. And I had brought my slippers with me because my mother had a hardwood floor. Oh, yeah. So I thought, hey, I'll, we'll bring our slippers. So I go down to my mom's and I'm like, oh, I got to show you the slippers that, uh, that I got. So I show her the slippers. Oh, that's cool. I said, yeah. I said, they're a little small, but... Uh, you know, they'll, they'll definitely do. So I put, I don't know if I put one on or whatever, but then I like looked at the other one and I kind of looked inside and you know how they take paper and they shove it into the, into Mm -hmm. the footwear. Yep. They both still had that paper in there. I just never took it out. (laughs) And now they, they feel beautiful (laughs) and they're awesome. And I love wearing them, but my mother and and my aunt Barb, could not stop fucking laughing at me just like i can't believe i've always thought you're you know smart matt but apparently you don't know that there's paper inside your slippers so oh, yeah, yeah. No. So that's my explanation i'll say barefoot but uh if i gotta go yeah, outside I, I gotta put my slippers on yeah i'm a i don't know why but ever since i turned like 35 i love sl- slippers never warm warm before i just I like my toes not being not being cold. That's it. 
All right, what's next? Salty or sweet? I probably eat salty more, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go salty. Yeah, salty, salty. Because salty, I'll, I'll say that because I uh, always have to have the salt shaker close by for me. Although I'm trying to get oh, off yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, I, de- I, I dehydrate out. easier as I get older. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. In the past year, year I cut out salt. In the past three months, I cut out dairy. So, yeah, I got to stop retaining water. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Like, uh, I gave up dairy three months ago. Yep. And I always looked like I, I had uh, a little beer gut, that little beer gut, beer gut going yep. on. I'm thinking, ah, I'm getting older. It, it more, or, or it just happens. No, it's because it was fucking bloated all the time <laughs> from eating, eating dairy and having a lactose intolerance that I didn't know about. Yeah. And now like my chest goes straight down and it's weird. It just, yeah. I'm still getting, still, still getting, getting used to being able to, able to okay, this is going to sound, sound it, well, well, a little bit weird. I can steam my dick when I'm sitting down now. I used to, well, sometimes I do still, I suffer from dicky do. Oh, okay. Yeah, because my tummy goes out further than my dicky do. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've talked about our genitalia. Moving on. Right on, boom. Hot sunny day or the perfect winter day? Um, I I am in autumn. Okay. I I I don't like heat. I don't like cold. I'm going to say cold because I am from the Ottawa region, and yep. uh, I still think I have my Ottawa skin on. Um, I can survive in the winter. Yeah, if I have to choose between the two, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's a winter thing. Oh yeah, Canadian thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mac or PC? PC. Good. Only because <laughs> I don't. I let me see. I don't think I've ever owned a Mac of any kind, or you know, worked on a Mac because I've done a lot of, yeah. I've done a lot of like data entry jobs and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. I don't, don't think I've ever done that. But uh, yeah, definitely PC. I probably wouldn't. Okay. I probably wouldn't get around a Mac too easily. No, all right. Superman or Spider-Man? Ah, Superman. Superman because um, I know I was never really into Spider-Man until Tobey Maguire became Spider-Man. Oh yeah, Uh, and that's only because my girlfriend at the time had a son, and uh, he, as soon as he saw it, boom, he gravitated to it. So I had never gravitated to Spider-Man, but. you're not you're not that much younger than I am, so you're probably from the original uh, um, Reeves Superman. Oh yeah, era. Yep. And uh, my parents uh, took me. To... That's huh? why I. That's why I got this scar. I was wearing a cape. Saw the movie. Went through a window. <laughs> I don't like to add that part to the story, yeah. but because that's exactly what I did. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, my parents took me to the uh, to the drive-ins to see those movies, and even though I was quite young, it's still mm-hmm. like it uh, it lasted with me. Okay. Uh, pants or shorts? Uh, sitting around, definitely shorts. Oh yeah. Um, only. Oh yeah. Because you know, as again, it goes back to the weight thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm at that point now where I take my pants off and I, I feel myself just kind of go blah. So let's put my shorts oh, yeah. on and feel comfortable. Um, yep. But I, I have my wife will concur and she's in front of me now, so she I I hope she'll nod and concur. I I still have my best quality is my legs. 
So I don't have legs that are bad for shorts. Yep. Honey, how, how do my legs look in shorts? She says, good. So we're going to go with shorts <laughs> because if I'm not wearing shorts, you can't see my best quality and I don't really have anything else to fall back on. Ooh, this one. Gum or candy? Uh, I'm going to say candy. Uh, the only reason I'm going to say candy, I used to be a gum chewer, but uh, I actually have, I don't know why I'm hitting uh, I have dentures. Uh, and okay. If I chew gum, then they yep. fall out a they, lot. And they fall out and stick. And yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's uh, for me, um, I was never much of a candy guy mm -hmm. until the past year when a candy shop actually opened up in London because I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but I found out I, I love nibs. Nibs oh, yeah. and yeah, just like that. And because, and also not a good thing because I had my first cavity in 20 years. <laughs> well, <Yep. laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's go with the candy over, over the gum now. Oh, yeah. But actually, also, and I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll, I'll say this too. Actually, yeah. I kind of got off the gum earlier because one of my old roommates was allergic to aspartame. Oh, and, yeah. And let me tell that story. I moved in with him and I literally put down the last box moving in. And he walked into my room and he said, we have to have a talk. And I'm sitting there like, oh, here we go. <laughs> the shoe's about <laughs> to drop. Something's about to happen. Yep. Um, we're going to find out about the, 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 the what's in the freezer, which is another story altogether with him. Um, but he says, I'm allergic to aspartame. And at the time, I had no fucking clue. And I'm like, oh. okay. And he says, if I come in contact with aspartame, I could die. And now in my head, I'm thinking, okay, this is kind of serious. I said, mm -hmm. what's aspartame? And so he tells me this, it's like a, an additive in food. And I'm like, oh, what has aspartame? Everything has aspartame. Ooh. Pretty much. Yeah. A lot, a lot of things, a lot of common everyday things. So it wasn't that bad to kind of adjust it. But he tells me um, if I ever come in contact with aspartame, my throat's going to close. I'm going to convulse. He's like, you, if, I, if I'm ever around you and this happens, you have to tackle me. You have to find my EpiPen in my uh, uh, fanny pack. And I have to stab him in the leg. And then I have to call 911. Which, great, because he was a bigger guy, too. So I got to tackle this big fucker. I have to stab him <laughs> and then call 911 and tell him I just stabbed my roommate because he's allergic to aspartame. Now, that's funny in and of itself. Yep. Um, I, I, a friend of mine, a, la a lady friend of mine, uh, he asked me to hook them up. Uh, he met her or they saw, uh, yeah, he, he must've met her. Then he asked, do you think she would go out sometime? I said, I can ask her. Why not? So they go out. She, after they go to this craft show or whatever, she calls me and like, I pick up the phone. She's like, you motherfucker. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like what happened? Apparently he goes to pick her up. She mm -hmm. gets in the car. They haven't even left the curb yet. And he says, I have to have a talk with you. And as soon as she says that, I'm like, oh, dear God, you did not crackhead. Like, he's not there, but I'm thinking this. 
Mm-hmm. Because he tells me he's allergic to aspartame. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and they haven't even left the curb. But he explains to her that if he comes in contact with aspartame, she has to tackle him. <laughs> she has to stab him in the leg. And she has to call 911. And I'm like, I am so sorry. So he came home and I said, so how'd it go? And she's, and he's like, great. We had a great time. I think we'll go out again. I said, wonderful. I said, can I give you a piece of advice? Okay. Can you at least pull away from the curb before you start talking about aspartame? (laughs) And right off the bat, he's just like, well, I had to let her know. And I'm like, dude, odds are you're not going to come in contact with aspartame between her house and wherever the hell you're going leave it hi yep. how's your day you look nice did you get a haircut thanks a lot for agreeing to come with me not you got to tackle me <laughs> stab me in the leg and call 911 oh not boy. even 2 minutes into this date they didn't go out again oh no but this is because... but is this this is the uh, the roommate who um who met someone knocked her up I lost a roommate because we're going to get married. We're going to have a family. We're going to buy a house. We're going to be happy. We're going to, and they're not together anymore. (sighs) All right. Next. (laughs) Next. (laughs) All right. Number 10. This is always, always number 10 because I love asking people this uh, question. Okay. There's been many random rants about it because it's, everyone has an opinion on this one. Okay. Toilet paper. Over or under? I don't give a fuck. I really don't. (laughs) You want my rant? My wife gives a fuck. (laughs) But here's the thing, okay? Yep. I am halfway decent. I'm not going to say I'm perfect about changing the rule. Yep. I'm not. Nobody nobody is. No, my wife is. My wife takes such good care of this house. Mm -hmm. My wife is amazing. Um. Part of it probably like that I don't change the role is because she does care which way it goes. And mm-hmm. if I'm sitting there and I'm half asleep and I'm like, I can't remember. I can't remember sitting here what it mm-hmm. is, whether it's over or under. Sometimes I'll just change it and I'll just whatever it's in my hand. Boom, it goes in. Um, sometimes I'll take black for it. I think my wife knows me and loves me enough that if it's the wrong way, she turns it. But sometimes she'll be like, oh, you put it in this way. And I'll just kind of like, yeah, I did. <laughs> I know it's going to be an argument, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I myself couldn't care less. Um, oh, yeah. But my wife can. So if I'm going to care, it, it, it's I care because you said it. Happy wife, yep. happy life. Exactly. So for myself, I've actually changed it in strangers' homes. Have you? Yeah, I I have, <laughs> and I I I know it's a problem. I know it's one of those things. Like when I was working setting up a the last restaurant I worked at, we built it from scratch. Mm-hmm. I trained the maintenance people to put it the proper way. What is the proper way? Over. Over. Because with uh, these the dispensers they had, if you put it under. It would, you had to actually reach into the dis, dispenser to grab it. So yeah. like, just put it, put it, put it this way. Well, it's all good. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, you know what? I probably prefer it over 
because yeah. it's it's easier to grab this oh, yeah. than to have to go under and get it. Yeah. But as I said, if I put it in and it's it's behind there, I'll be like, okay, I just have to go through this roll. Yeah. I'm too lazy to like take it off. And plus, like oh, yeah. I pinch my fingers when I do it, and just like you know what, I, I just got to get through this roll, and then I'm yeah. anyway. Oh, and if where where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. Well, not everybody. Um, my okay, here's another story. Um, <laughs> for the longest time, my mom was shunning Facebook. Okay. And I went to my mother worked for the Department of Justice of Canada, and she started uh, satelliting from home. So she had a Department of Justice computer at her home. So we go to visit and I go on to uh, under a computer and I start playing Farkle. I don't know if people remember Farkle or if you remember Farkle, but it was like a Yahtzee type game. Okay. Rings a bell, got, but yeah, I, I, I kind of got addicted to it. Well, my mother walks in, she sees me playing this game and she's like, Matthew, what are you doing? Cause she thinks I have downloaded a game onto a department of justice computer. And I said, I'm on Facebook. I haven't downloaded anything. And she's like, Facebook has games. And I said, yes. So I explained to her what Farkle was. Not long after, I'm on Facebook and it says, Linda Terry has added you as a friend. And I'm like, my mother is on Facebook. So I contact her and I'm like, mom, you're on Facebook. And she's like, yeah, because, you know, you showed me the games and I like them. I'm like, okay, fine. And plus, I have cousins who don't live in Canada and she wanted it to see pictures of the kids and stuff like yeah. that. So not long after I get a notice on Facebook, John Terry, who's my father is on Facebook. And I'm like, my father is on Facebook. So <laughs> kind of the same thing. You know, he likes to play his games and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, fine. Now let me preface by saying my parents got divorced badly, very, very badly. Although I will give them credit to the day I die. I had no idea until years later, the divorce was, quiet Messy. as far as i went yeah i found out that it wasn't so quiet behind but mm -hmm. they kept me and my brother out of it and i'll give them credit to that to the day i die they they handled it beautifully but they had a bad divorce they did not like each other so one day i'm in my office and i see linda terry and john terry are now friends on facebook and i'm looking at the computer and i start going ah Ah, ah, and I don't know if she was my <laughs> wife at this point, but she comes in the room and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like pointing at the screen, just going, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> so, and even she's looking at it going, what? So of course I call my mother. I'm a lot closer. Yep. Or I was a lot closer. My mother's since passed. Yeah. Um, I was a lot closer with my mother than I am with my father. And so I call my mother and I'm like, uh, mom just got a notice on Facebook. Says Linda Terry and John Terry are now friends on Facebook. And she's like, well, I didn't know what to do. He added me. I'm like, well, you didn't have to say yes. And she's like, would he not have seen that? I'm like, no, mom. He never would have seen that you said no. She's like, well, I didn't know what to do. He added me. So my parents were friends on Facebook. Anyway, so you can find me on Facebook. I'm not quite sure what my thumbnail is right now. Um, usually I like to tell people what my thumbnail is. Uh, hold on. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter. I personally am at announcer Terry because I'm a ring announcer and I'm a damn good one. Um, so that's where announcer Terry comes from. Oh, that's my thumbnail. That's cool. 
Um, so I'm announcer Terry. The show is at Time to Fight Pod. Uh, so you can find me there. Um, on Facebook, uh, Matthew Terry. That's my name. Um, yep. And my thumbnail is a cartoon uh, caricature of me done by Kingdom James. Uh, I was in one of his uh, comic books. And so I took, I took a screen grab where I, I scanned it and I took my picture out. And so that's my, uh, that's my picture on Facebook. So if you go on there, Matthew Terry, it's a caricature of me. I'm in the vest and everything. And in the background, you see a police officer. No, I'm not the one in trouble, but check out that comic book. Um, yeah, social media. I, I am on Instagram. I have no idea what the hell my thing is on there. Because uh, that's one of those ones that I go back to every once in a while just to like, oh, yeah, I should be on Instagram. But I never do anything with it. So, yeah, yeah. so it's mostly Facebook and Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And you and you can find me at at Gilmy at Twitter. Um, I'm being more and more active. Spell Gilby. Active there. Gilmy. G-U-I-L-M-Y. Okay. Because nobody spells it spells it right. I know. That's why I told That's, you to spell it. Yep. It's uh it's been a nickname of mine for since I was little. So very, very few people actually call me uh Justin. So uh Instagram at Gilmy Talks. My Facebook page for for the show is surprise surprise at Gilmy Talks. And you have this all also, written in front of you? Oh no. No, oh okay. I, I saw I you this. kind of looking down, so it's just like I should write it down. <laughs> oh no, I am looking down because I'm stepping on my uh, one of one of my cords the entire interview, and I just uh, moved it. It, it it was it was fine. I finally no wonder had, we lost contact had, with each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> no wonder you don't train. have internet. You're stepping on the cords. Oh yeah. And Justin Gomet at. On Facebook, my last name is G-U-I-L-M-E-T-T-E. And I will add you, please do not try to sell me a wrestling belt. I get enough of those. Um, I'm I'm not going to buy one, guys. It's not going to happen. And yeah, and don't forget to go go check out the OIW Podcast Network on Twitter, Facebook, and, and Instagram, which... I have somebody who has agreed to start start running some of those, so there will be a lot more lot more active because he's younger than me, and I don't know how social media work really works. So that's that's going to be be a lot more active, and the plan is for everyone show on the network to be parts of those social medias. You put up a new show, it's going to go up there. That's that's the plan going uh, forward because. I don't have, I'm not, I'm not really a phone guy and that doesn't come in handy too often. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, and also I just launched a launch cart store. So you guys who have been asking for it, you can finally buy, buy, buy merch. So go buy, go buy merch. And I'm dropping a new design as of March 1st from Nick Towers, uh, a comic book artist. It's, and I'll just drop drop what it's going to be. Uh, Gilmy Talks Luchador. It is fucking amazing. All right. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. Yep. Thank, thanks for uh, doing this because it's fun. Yeah. Actually, I had a blast, man. I don't know so about you, but... but you, you and I will have to hook up again at some point. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> All right. Take care, man. You too. Bye. Bye hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome back. You're listening to my dulcet tonesy again. I told you. 
Talking to Matt Terry was so much fun. So much fun. We talked about pretty much everything. The fun of podcasting, networking, um, getting getting to know know each other. I didn't even ask him a single ring announcer question, which is kind of very crazy. But you know, that's how 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 this show kind of uh, kind of uh, works. I works, I guess. All right, go check out batsinthebelfryart.com, guys, for any commissions that you need. I know there's always something coming up, and art is that one piece, that one gift that people will appreciate forever. Like the amount of stuff that I have around my house that was uniquely made for me and Catherine, it's awesome. I absolutely love it. So go check that out. Uh, what else do I got? Uh, loving this is uh, this is Brendan. The Patreon is so much fun, guys. So much fun. I am I'm just loving watching what that guy's what that guy's doing. And maybe gonna steal some ideas about the Patreon in 2022. Hmm, maybe. Who knows? Because I would have to actually do it. <laughs> and I just want to say thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for everybody who checked in. I do really appreciate it. Love you all. Talk to you next uh, next week or maybe sooner. Who knows? Bye, guys.